Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Page Wars, nothing but Page Wars. Hey guys, welcome to Page Wars. I am Steel Saunders, and I do not have time to read books and comics, so we've got our co-host, King Tom Chansky, to help us out. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right, Steel. How are you? I am super well, uh, dealing with it, shacked up. It, uh, it, it rained today in LA, so it was, it was quite, um, it felt very Melbourne. Ish. Is that one of those rare occasion things in LA? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I did... Um, I, I live just off Melrose, made famous by Melrose Place, <laughs> among other things. But um, so me and Harry were going on our little morning walk in his little wagon and, you know, it's dead. But my joke, mm-hmm. my joke was, well, if it was raining and it was normal, it'd be this dead anyway. Because people in LA cancel meetings because it's raining. Wow, it's like they freak out. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a snow day. Mm. Okay, it, it, there is a danger because it doesn't rain that often. the sh- The roads get quite slippery as well, like more than other places. Uh, uh-huh. so, so there is a bit, but it's 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 no like staying at home. Like, come on, buddy, come on, right. come on. But we are here to catch up on things we do not have time to read. And I I suddenly have a lot more time to read than usual. That's it's It's something. It's hard to believe. Mm -hmm. Well, Tom, I don't. All right. Okay. I'm locked up. Got businesses to run. I've got a kid to raise. It's all in one house. The, 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 there's no there's no childcare to speak of. So I'm I'm reading the the side of the the pancake mix box, and and, that, and that's about it, buddy. So just well, chill out. That that's why you have me. Okay. Spoiler alert: There's an egg involved. <laughs> that that's how you know it's good pancake. Mix. Yeah, Kylo egg. <laughs> but we are here on the uh, Patreon feed. What what episode is this, Tom? Uh, 10? 10. Maybe. Lucky 10. Possibly. Should I look it up? I had it open like two minutes ago. Uh, let me see. Here we um... I, I had the the Steel Wars Patreon page filtered with my name. The oh, this is nine because the last one we did was the High Republic announcement reaction. Got you. Oh, this is episode nine. Okay, so this is on the yeah. free feed. So pick up the oh. pace, buddy. Okay, yeah, no, no, no awkward pauses on the free ones. Jeez, come so on. This, this has got to be gold. I should have studied. Didn't you, you know, study? I, I, re- I read these comics yesterday. Reread them yesterday. So okay. Uh, what? 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 We haven't even said what comic. Spoiler alert. Oh, okay. The Rise of Kylo Ren miniseries that was published between December and this past December and March of this year. 
And for those, we, we are not in the spoiler territory as yet, but for those um, not that familiar with it, what, what does this cover in, in the life of um, Kylo Ren and his rising? This covers mostly the immediate events of the conflict at the Jedi Temple between Kylo and Luke. There are a few flashbacks to... Uh, some earlier instances involving uh, Ben Solo and the Knights of Ren, the Knights of Ren separately, but most of it is from the time that Ben walked out of the temple after bringing the hut down on Luke until, well, I don't want to spoil it, but it goes on. After the, the, the Jabba the Hut? Not that hut. Oh, okay. One T. And not, not the creepy giant centipede hut from the wendig's aftermath books nema the hut not nema the hut i don't remember that there was a centipede hut well not she walked like a centipede she didn't have legs but she moved like one it ah. was like like if, if you were going to have a star wars horror movie you would want nema the hut from the way that when did wendig depicted her in it so is that is that nema hut of nema outpost fame it is indeed okay she was a big wig on uh jack who Oh wow! So she she walked like um, a centipede and, and wore a wig that was big. No, uh, I wouldn't. I, I no. Okay, nice, excellent. Um, I guess we have to ask the question, Tom. Yes. Turn it or burn it. As a whole, turn it. Okay. So it's a keeper. Should it we- is. It's, we can get into things after we discuss it. Um, did it fulfill your Rise of Skywalker? Like, did it, did it enrich the experience of the film? That's a fair question. It enriched the experience of the film, but to answer the question that you kind of were going to but didn't ask, it didn't fill every need or – it didn't go everywhere where I thought it would go. I did not not expect the life story of Ben Solo from the moment he was born, including every interaction with – Luke and Snoke and everyone. I did not expect that. Uh, there were things we were that I thought we were going to get that we didn't, but things that we know now that I'm very pleased that we know. Okay. Interesting. Um, the timing of the comic I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. It, the, the, the first issue came out... Was it the... The day before. The day before. Do you think... If this had come out and issue four came out the day before the rise of Skywalker, like would would have the the comic spoiled stuff for the movie or like it it seems for me like because it only just wrapped up not too long ago, like maybe a month Mm -hmm. ago. It sort of seems like there's not enough in it to hold it back this long and they sort of... Because you, you want to know more. I, me, personally, I, I'd rather know all this stuff before seeing the movie than 
afterwards and it's all wrapped up, especially when it's the last film? I think I think that's a good question. Issues one through three absolutely could have been released before The Rise of Skywalker, but there are a few panels in issue four that could potentially spoil The Rise of Skywalker, depending on what promos you were watching before the movie came out. Interesting. So maybe if it came out the week after. It the week, yes. That would have been much, much better. Okay. All right. But most most of this story, there is no reason we could not have gotten it after The Last Jedi. Before. Oh, no, yeah. The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> That's I, I, I just miss those. Did you mix those two up? Am, am I, like, mental or what's going on? You mean the titles of the two movies? Yeah. Some, Sometimes, occasionally in my head, I will. And I'll have to ask myself, in addition to the, all the other talking to myself, I do. I'll have to ask myself which one I mean. But I, I, I do that sometimes. Okay. I think because this this sequel trilogy is still so new, we got it in the span of five years. And it's only just over now. It's kind of weird when you think about it that way. Is it finished? A sequel trilogy, last time I checked it was. Unless wow. you're one of those people like, it only ended with episode eight. There was no episode nine. I've seen some of that online. Yeah, I've seen every variation. There's there's no <laughs> yeah. e- there's no episode one. <laughs> yeah. There's no prequels, you know. I only like the odd, st- or the even Star Wars movies. I haven't seen that, but I'm just, you know. I'm just going off. You only like the even ones. Attack the Clones, A New Hope, Jedi, Last Jedi. Oh, okay. That's that's curious. Yeah. Hey, I'm all about your Attack of the Clones, but... Yeah, I, I'd like Attack of the Clones. Oh. I mean, I, I, I love all the Star Wars. Who doesn't? Just who... <laughs> i've seen some things on youtube that i haven't wanted to see yeah okay fair enough fair Uh, enough. by the way i will i will not be reading that book oh okay what a shame i I, it 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 looks like a tough read um just um through the use of the english language yeah or, or, Um, or, or lack of I'd say definitely lack of or incorrect use of. Also, I saw a, a picture someone took of one of the pages, and it's the type of paper that you could see the other side of the paper through. Really? So it's very cheap paper, and I would hate to have to read something like that because that would just drive my eyes crazy. Shall we enter the spoiler zone, Tom? I think we shall. Hit me with the music. Kylo, don't call him Ben Solo, he hates that name, oh, he was manipulated since the day he was born by the dark and light side of the force, so Ben Solo, you just want to be your own person, but she even Snoke manipulated you into pulling a roof down on your uncle. You're a way better reader than a singer, Tom. I know. And I apologize for all the Patreons you've lost because of that. 
Hey, don't be like that. Um, this is actually on the um, on mm. on the free feed, so uh, it's everyone. People that aren't even Patreons are now now even they want me to give them some money. <laughs> well, I, I can't say the songs are better on the Patreon versions. Oh, the no, Patreon we, we we put backing music in. We get in like um, like singers from <laughs> oh, yeah some some band we, that I can't think of. I'm, I'm not coming up. Snoodles. Ah, oh, sweet, sweet. I actually, um, did you see that comic today of Eric Struthers playing in the Rebo band? That was amazing. With Aaron Kellyman? Yeah. Well, that's been around for a while. Oh, okay. God, you even read Friends' uh, fan art quicker than I do. <laughs> well. What a dick. <laughs> what a dick. That's why I'm here. All right, let's go. Star Wars, The Rise of Kylo Ren. Where do we start in this whole story? Surely it starts with the night that Luke and Kylo Ren have their falling out. Is that where it starts? No, it starts long ago. Oh, wow. What galaxy? We, uh, I don't know, but I imagine it's far, far away. Okay. I think all, we, ga- we do- all galaxies are far, far away, aren't they? That's the nature yeah, of galaxies. kind of the way space works. Yeah, well, if, if George Lucas was a bit more concise... <laughs> A long time ago, in a galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that would have said it. You don't have to say far, far away. Yeah. Every place is far, far away from Earth. No, every galaxy is. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that too. Because galaxies are so big. So if you're not in a different galaxy, mm-hmm. that, that implies far, far away. I've now ruined yes. the title <laughs> cast. That's great. <laughs> Think about that every time you watch the movie, you guys. I, I will. You're, you've ruined this thing I've loved my whole life. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, all right. Let's go. So we start off long ago where we finally see Ren, the former head of the Knights of Ren. And he's this – you know, I've read four issues of this series. This is his only appearance, the only time we've seen him. He's just a dude in a mask. And you can't tell if – his the top half of his body is burnt or if he has some really messed up armor that's halfway melted off his body but that's neither here nor there so we meet ren and the knights of ren and they are have saved these two brothers from being chased down by space police and ren while the knights of ren are fighting with the space police Ren, the head of the Knights of Ren, is talking with the brothers, telling, basically saying, we're evil and we want you to join us. And he, you know, he, he's sharing all this, these little bits of philosophy. You don't follow me, friend, you follow this, the Ren. He ignites his lightsaber. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of dark side stuff. We get the idea that he's bad. And one of the brothers kill, and he says, to join us, you need a, a good death. So one of the brothers kills the other. Oh. The thing is that the one that was killed was the one who could use the force. They have no interest in the one who is still alive. So they because he can't touch the shadow, as Ren puts it. So they kill him and move on. And then we finally end up at the last night of Jedi Master Luke Skywalker's Jedi Temple, where the place is in flames. 
Ben is there and three other or I, I guess at this point he's still Ben Solo. Uh, but three other Padawans who are off on some type of mission, a Quarren and two humans. Um, they they arrive and encounter Ben. Um, and Ben tells them that he killed Luke. And they are, you know, they we learn later on that they that all of these students kind of go back together. Um, so they are they don't believe him that he killed Luke They're, They want to know what happened. Um, but Ben is just kind of clamming up here. Um, so they prepare to confront him and Ben is like, you can't stop me. I'm the best in the class. I'm the strongest here. None of you are Jedi. Um, so he can see the fear in them and he, he points that out. They attack him. He does the, uh, it, the the one um, Vo, the the female Padawan, she jumps at him and he kind of does what he did with the laser bolt at the beginning of the Force Awakens, where he just holds her in midair. Oh, sick! Yeah, <laughs> I'm all about that. Hey, yeah. I just need to go back for a second. Okay. So, so Ren, like, <laughs> maybe this isn't explained or is later on or whatever, but. Are these did these guys form the Knights of Ren, or has this been like a like a gang, like the Hell's Angels that has been going for ages, and there's different Wrens? We don't know. Okay, we just know that this this guy, the head, was there a previous Wren? I don't think so. Okay, he, uh, in one of the later issues, it says he, you know, they they recruit new members, and to join you, you have to have a. You have to take part in a good death, but it it doesn't. We don't we don't get a history of the Knights of Ren. Okay. Oh, just because I was thinking, like, if if Ben Solo was the first one to take on the name Ren after mm-hmm. the other Ren, it's pretty lame on his part. Yeah. Right, John. I mean, if you're the first one, like, if if you've like you've been hanging out with Darth Oldest or something, the mm-hmm. original Darth. And then you're just like, hey, I'm going to be Darth next one. It's like, yeah. But if you've been, but if it's a time on a tradition, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, that's very honourable. Of course, you want to be a Darth, right? If, if Kylo is Ren the Third, it would be much cooler than Kylo being Ren Junior. Exactly, Renju. Renju. Yes, if you will. If you will. Um. So this whole thing. In The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. when Luke said he took some of his students, is that, like, not working out in it, this? It does not appear. From Luke's point of view, you can see why he would think that. Okay. If Luke is knocked out here and Kylo disappeared with a handful of students... These and we we see in a, in a later issue that th- as these were as close to friends as Kyle as Ben could have, mm-hmm. and so it would make sense that well those three are missing, Ben is missing, maybe they all went together. Where mm-hmm. that's that's not the case because these three are confronting Ben here. He uses the force against them. He's obviously stronger. He injures one of them, and he goes off, and then they chase after him. Hmm. How do you, like, you know, you're into all this 
connectivity and all the, the different books and comics and movies, like, do you think that, like, to me, it's just glaring, like, well, that doesn't fit and you can certain point of view it. Mm-hmm. Like, does it bother you or are you fine? It doesn't bother me, and that's because I'm a bad Star Wars fan here. I can't remember off the top of my head if Luke says he took a handful of students or he took a half dozen students. I always think it's a half dozen. You're probably right. and if it, if But it, I might not be. Yeah, it might not be. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I am, I am fine with it. If, if Luke did say he took a half dozen students, then, then yeah, unless some other r- ran off without confronting Ben. But again, that's not addressed here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happens with these, uh, these Padawan and Ben? So uh, Ben injures the Quarren and he just, he walks off. Uh, he he has his own. I don't. I wouldn't say it's a starfighter because it looks bigger than a starfighter. But he has his own ship, and the other three follow him in, in their own ship, which is a mashup of a supersized X, supersized Y wing with half an X wing side. It's it's pretty cool looking. I for the most part, some of the faces in this series look a little jacked up i think that's because the artist is trying to make them look like characters we're familiar with from the movies but overall the art especially the ships and the locations are very good in this comic um all right i've got this um the image of this x y wing up mm -hmm. how do they all fit in it i think it's supposed to be a larger gotcha like a y wing cockpit on a larger on a larger scale i'm I'm calling Burnett on this ship just quietly. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I could. At, at one point, though, wasn't there a larger X or a larger Y wing variant? I think there's like a two person one. Maybe. Um, but when you look inside, um, I've got the comic frames in front of me. It's like they're sitting next to each other in a, so, yeah, side by side. It doesn't look like the inside doesn't look. Like the outside size wise. No, it doesn't. Do you know what I mean? But whatever. Um, not a big deal. But it's very, um, very EU. Like, you know how they used to have like the tie uglies and. Yeah, it is. It, it is an ugly. It, and it, it was always, it was like the quintessential unoriginal thing. Mm-hmm. We'll, just, we'll just put a TIE fighter in an X-Wing. Yay. So, so it's, it's, it's a bit like that. So what, what, is that got a name? What would that, is that a V-Wing um, or a? No, there's a name, there's an individual name for the ship, but there's not a class name for the ship. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So they, inca- they have a little bit of a dogfight and they, they want to take evasive action. And one of the Jedi Padawan says, Ben's father is one of the galaxy's greatest pilots and his uncle blew up a Death Star. We can't evade him. Uh, so they face off against each other head on and Ben knocks his ship into theirs and he takes out their one of their engines. He could have killed them, but he takes out one of their engines. Uh, he's trying to figure out what to do. He has thoughts of his mother. Um, but when his navigation droid asks where he wants to go, a voice 
in his head asks, it happened, did it not? We both thought it might. Oh. Which takes us back to the the Luke-Kylo confrontation, uh, again from, or Ben confrontation from Ben's point of view. Uh, And we learn that Ben escaped from the wreckage uh, and is shouting at the sky, why, why did you do it? And then these clouds form and lightning hits the temple. Hmm. The temple burns. Uh, Ben is screaming, no, no, I never, I didn't want this. And the voice responds, and you did not choose it, Ben. The Jedi did. Skywalker. Which implies, I think, I think the interpretation here is that Snoke slash Palpatine was the one who created that created that storm to destroy the Jedi Temple, changing what we thought we knew from the Last Jedi. Shocking. <laughs> Continue. So the the Jedi Padawan, the, the one, who, the Quarren who is injured is recovering and they realize that they can track Ben's ship uh, to find out where he's going and to confront him. They decide to do it. And then we, the next place we, we find out we are is elsewhere. And there's this terrarium floating in space, surrounded by these metal rings with roots growing out of it. It looks really cool. And we learn that Supreme leader Snoke with a uh, new hat lives there. And he hugs Ben. Ben hugs him back. Uh, ben mentions something about how he, you know, he, he doesn't like how Snoke l- appears to be injured from his last confrontation with Master Skywalker. All right, hold up there. First up, I, I, I've got um, some images of the comic up, and mm-hmm. that that terrarium thing—that's mm-hmm. pretty sick looking. It's mm-hmm. it's it, it's it's sort of. Um, I don't know if there's anything in the Guardians of the Galaxy like this, but it seems very gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know. It just seems like that sort of like cool space thing. Yeah. Uh, space tree in a ball. Now, this picture, which a lot of people might have seen because it was, I think it was one of the preview pictures or it was definitely one that got shared about a lot on mm. uh, Twitter. You've got Snoke rocking just one of the worst hats of all time. It's it's, it's <laughs> like he's gone to France and it's like, yeah, berets. I'm rocking them now. It's uh, it's like a Sherlock Holmes kind of hat with this thing that comes down in the back. Amazing. Snoke's fashion sense is, is always cutting edge, always gets people talking. Um, this hug with Ben and Snoke is disturbing as they come. Yeah. Now, these injuries mm-hmm. that Luke Skywalker gave Snoke, how, how does this how does this work? Given that there's clones of Snoke and they look exactly the same as Snoke, and is there any? Are we? Is this just an air ball, or what's going on? We don't know. It could, it could be that Snoke said, oh, yeah, that Luke Skywalker did this. I ran into him on Ord Mantell, and, and he could be lying. My thought is if this is a clone body, that Sheev or whoever 
oversees the cloning process of Snoke that they update each successive clone body to have any injuries the previous one did. Okay. Hmm. So that that's my you know if he was injured by Luke that the next oh he cut off half his face oh the next clone body will have half his face cut off. That's my read of the situation, but I don't. He could be lying. Hmm. Um. Because that's like when in I've got to think about the names of these movies: The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I always thought it'd be cool if when Palpatine came back, that it was in McDermott. Like, do you know what I mean? It, it like mm-hmm. it was. Like when he reformed, that he mm-hmm. like because if it's a, he's a clone or something, I don't know. Why not clone yourself younger? No, but like he's old. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like he looks like that because he got damaged. Old Mace yeah. Windu with the lightning, lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it just would have been cool if I, I feel like it would have been a good twist visually if you got to see the older undisfigured Palpatine, like mm-hmm. John I mean, rather than sort of just duplicating disfigured Palpatine. I'm pretty sure that this was from the OU. OU. In the Dark Empire series, when they came up with all these Palpatine clones, that his he was so evil that his darkness ate away at the clone bodies. And made him look exactly the same. Yeah. Okay, that's... I, um, but I, I think, yeah, I, I don't see why they couldn't have done that, because it would have meant you know less time in the uh, makeup chair. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it would have been a more interesting, um, like visually, like once he healed, mm-hmm. like don't like just to have him like looking the same. You're just like, oh, okay, but yeah. just say he did like he. He was more Ian McDermott-y. It'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, that's, that's just with some yellow contacts. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it sort of made it would have made him sort of look more powerful that he was like fully healed up, maybe. Mm-hmm. But continue. What does old uh, Hatsy have to say to uh, Ben Solo? What's going on? So um, you know, Ben is like, I killed Luke and. Snoke with his funky new hat doesn't think he did. And uh, they're, ju- they're just talking about Luke and, and Snoke asks, what are you going to do now? And, and Ben ends the, the first issue by saying, I've been thinking about the Knights of Ren. Wow, you've got something in common with Kylo Ren, Tom. I guess so. Yeah, you've been thinking about him as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this image of... Um the Knights of Ren sitting around their tank or whatever is mm-hmm. like, if you thought they were boy bandish um, in yeah. the last Jedi, the rise or whatever it's called episode nine. Um, this is uh, like, th- this is the album cover to that. That film clip was filmed for. Yeah. I don't, I don't, Get the reason for the album cover last panel because we've already seen the Knights of Ren in action in the same issue. Yeah, I don't know. If, if it was the first time we saw them, I think it would have been cool. But yes, it definitely did. Oh, boy band. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I like the I like the funny one. Which one's the funny one? Who's Grenade who's... Face? Grenade oh, Face is the funny one. Bookmarks is the serious one. Are you serious? Yes. Who's Bookmarks? The one with the two things on the side. Are they meant to be bookmarks? They, they look like bookmarks. Okay. I we my my daughter and I were watching it one night. I said, "Oh, look, it's bookmarks," and she started laughing at like people in the theater were looking at us. You know, after sometime Shut after up! the yeah, sometime after the movie came out, some some like visual dictionary with type thing came out. It wasn't the visual dictionary, but it was like one of those things, and. They had things on each of the Knights of Ren with their names and a fact about them. And I, I went in Photoshop because it was a slow day at work. And I, you know, I put in different facts about the Knights of Ren. I remember. They're, they're, yeah. they're amusing. And people thought it was real. I guess I did a good job. But I had fun doing that. So I know Bookmarks and, and Grenade Face are my two favorite Knights of Ren. The, um, but I, I feel like you can't. You know, people thought it was real, mm-hmm. but, but I feel like there's been so many crazy things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, like, there was one little, these little factoids that they act in, add into Star Wars just drive me up the wall, Tom. Um, don't stop me if you've heard me talk about this before, because I don't care. I'm, okay. I'm just going to vent again. There was one, a Twitter thing that they tweeted out on the, they ended up deleting it. But oh, I know which one. The one about the shutdown? Is this is this C3PO and the Skywalker lightsaber? Yeah, so I don't know if any of you guys have seen Star Wars A New Hope, but there's a scene where Ben Kenobi pulls out the lightsaber for Luke Skywalker in the hut and and C3PO says I'm going to shut down now to recharge. And then some boffin that has to this is what bugs me. It's it's always like I'm gonna put my little spin on it. Look how clever I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna make something seem like it wasn't. Like just let things seem how they were. He needed a sleep, a recharge. They changed it to his programming was he couldn't bear witness to anything talking about Anakin Skywalker. Was that it? It was something like that, like his program. He was programmed to shut down any time anything related to Anakin Skywalker came up. Even though he had his memory wiped. (laughs) All right. Anyway, uh, does my head in. So I feel like finding out that someone's like the bookmarks is the funny one. (laughs) That to me is more believable than... Someone getting paid by the Lucasfilm company to like ruin scenes in the original film. That's George Lucas's job. He's the only one that's allowed to ruin scenes in the original film. It's not up to you, you boffins. <laughs> Chill out. Rise of Kylo Ren, issue two. What are we doing? Issue two. Uh, issue two, we open where we left off. <clears throat> Let's talk about this cover. Oh, the co- love the cover. Do you, do you want to say what's going on on the cover? Because it's a phrase that's near and dear to your heart. The Knights of Ren seem to be going toe-to-toe, face-to-face with Padawan Kylo Ren and his uncle and Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. You might have heard of him. Ben Solo has ignited his blue lightsaber 
and I must say is standing in a Palpatine type stance, meaning that Mm -hmm. he might be related to Palpatine as well. (laughs) But Luke Skywalker has withdrawn his saber and ignited the green on the cover. It's a beautiful cover. It's great stuff. Everyone else needs to get out of the way. Should just yeah. be that saber on the cover. Well, I, I take Luke and little Ben also. Yeah, well, shows what sort of fan you are. All right, where, where, what are we doing? Where, where's this so start? We resume the action in Snoke's weird garden where he reveals that, you know, the people who built it also died there. They wanted to, uh, you know, create an oasis of light here in the great shadow, as they say. But he pulls up a bunch of bones from underneath all the plants. Um, And they're... What? I think Snoke is trying to teach Ben a lesson about the dark. Uh, In gardening. And, well, well, you know, fertilizer is important, too. None of this could have happened without fertilizer and regular watering, I guess. <laughs> uh, but they're talking about th- the Knights of Ren, and Snoke says it's possible that the Knights of Ren might not be interested in Ben Solo Jedi to be. And, and Ben says, I hate that name. Uh, and Snoke brings up the fact that he's named after after Legends. Uh, you know, he never met Obi-Wan Kenobi. And Solo, did you know that's not even his real name? That's a lie. Or he's a lie, I should say. Um, in 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 the middle of, of all this, one of those first order dro- order droids comes up and says, "You have a transmission incoming from General Hux." Uh, and Snoke says, "Tell Brendel, who is the Hux we know from the sequel trilogy, his father, uh, that whatever it is, we'll have to wait." And Snoke makes a comment about having, you know, even though he's al- he lives alone, he has friends, so he wants to know Ben's real name, and. He says, he was not born Snoke, I became Snoke. Which is kind of interesting with what we know now. What about the hand gesture? The cupping of the back of the head? No, like when he says, I was not born Snoke, I became Snoke. It looks like he's... And I'm fabulous. But it looks like he's saying, see my vest, see my (laughs) vest, made of real gorilla chest. It, it is one of. It is definitely one of those. He's got a real musical Monty Burns vibe about him, mm-hmm. which makes a lot of sense. And then that bottom frame, he looks like Chunk from the Goonies. Yeah, the hat because the hat sort of looks like some sort of pirate thing. That- it does. It's like a bandana. Was that his name Chunk? Off the side. I think so. I haven't seen the Goonies in forever. Harry wore a Goonies T-shirt today. Funnily enough. Oh. There you go. So Snoke sees this name in Ben's head. And Ben replies, no, it's something, it's stupid, something I thought of when I was a child. And Snoke says, that's why it's correct. Children's thoughts are pure. Uh, And he convinces him to take this name. Um, He tells them to go. He tells ben to go seek out the knights he won't he won't give them a hint but then at the same time he says think about where you first met them um, so we go to a flashback years earlier of luke in the weird y-wing x-wing mashup although this might be a different one because it has some colored racing stripes up and down the side um but luke and lor santeca 
are in the in the front seats of this ship. God, they're all and- getting in these Y wings that are they're TARDIS like. Yes. <laughs> ah, so it's more like a U wing size. That's a good, yeah, very good way of putting it. Yeah, that uh, using it, like sorry, this is what we can't get over. It's the proportions from outside of the ship mm-hmm. looks just like a Kenner Y wing and a Kenner X wing. Yep, but then inside it's far bigger. So it's I don't know. They I feel like that's bad design to use something so and even that there's a there uh, is on on the top yeah there's a droid at the back he's fast yeah he is far smaller in the whole scheme of things but the fact that it's like the exact same shape as smaller ships it's Mm -hmm. yeah but come on guys come on you you're spending all your time designing hats for kylo ren draw up a ship come on yeah, I'm w- I'm with you for this this particular use. I, of it, yeah. I, I like it how you just like everything else you say, so dumb. But <laughs> this one, I can I can I can just tolerate. Not quite so dumb, but okay. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! Oh, come on, Steel. You know that's not true. <laughs> anyway, I feel like this is how I talk to my son. <laughs> You'll be right. Let me kiss it better. Come here. Yeah. Where does it hurt? No, you're 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 right a lot of the time. <laughs> you got the film right once. <laughs> so uh Law Santeca looks um he looks far more action here. He's got a very chiseled jawline. Yeah. Especially in that first image where we see him. It's like he's you know, eyes are mostly closed and yeah his, his like you said his jawline he he's definitely in he's got some big hands too but that's probably just the perspective what do you um i always scoff i scoff tom mm-hmm. when people complain that um Law santeca was wasted uh, I, no no or- i mean i think I love that we have other places that we've seen him. We've seen him in the, in the Poe comic. We've seen him here. I think as we get future stories set in different times, and I'm not, I don't mean the High Republic type stuff, but I think there's definitely an opportunity to use him in future stories, and that would be fine. But I don't think it, what we saw of him in The Force Awakens, I don't think he was wasted at all. Yeah, I thought it was so cool. Like when you're watching it for the first time, you're like, oh, this new character. Oh, right. like, and because and he was like famous, not that I, yeah, I don't think I knew he was famous until he was in Star Wars. Well, <laughs> what are you going to do? Huh? That's huh? okay. That's okay. All right. Did you know Mark Hamill was famous before he was in Star Wars? Exactly. See, mm. right again. <laughs> I didn't watch soap operas back then. Um, so where are they off to? What are they doing years ago? They are going to, as Lore says, they're going to, to explore a Jedi temple that was uh, founded in the High Republic era. And I think that this comic came out the same week that we had first heard of the High Republic stuff. Okay. So everyone was like, oh, this is, they're going to start, start name dropping. Right and left. So that that was a pretty big Easter egg. But while Lore and Luke are talking about the places they are going, 
Kylo or Ben, who is pretty young here, is having a conversation in the back seat. Um, with, on FaceTime? Yeah, there really aren't faces involved here. Okay. Okay. Just time. Force time. Time. Okay. Uh, but, and he thinks it's, um, he thinks it's Snoke, obviously. But the voice is convincing him that his master thinks of him as a child, that he won't really see any real action. But then Luke is still talking. You know, he's not just talking to Lore. He's also talking to Ben, saying that he's glad he came along. Um, we see this this temple on a future page. It reminds me a lot of uh, the Petra location that they used in The Last Crusade. The temple ah, built yeah. into the cliff. Gotcha. God, some of these, um, the the young Kylo Ren drawings are, are quite good. Mm-hmm. Some of them are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> some of them. Gotcha. So we, we enter the, the temple and even from just a, a you know, one or, two sh- one or two frames, we can see that it is f- full of Jedi goodness. And uh, Luke even says this might be even better than Jocasta News Cash, which is a callback to the Darth Vader series written by the same author, where we saw Jocasta News secret room in the Jedi Temple. Um, but Luke and Ben suddenly feel cold. And surprise, surprise, the Knights of Ren with Ren show up. And uh, there's a bit, a bit of trash talk between Ren and Luke. Um, you know, Luke says this is a Jedi outpost. Everything in it belongs to the Jedi Order, which at the moment means me. Um, and he's he's not afraid of these uh, seven people. Um, you know, uh, even Ben gets in on the trash talk. This is Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. He is a legend. And Ren replies, "Yeah, well, I'm Ren. These are the Knights of Ren, and we're legendary." So Ren ignites the red. Luke ignites the green. The, the knights charge. Um, ben is ordered to protect Lore. Uh, but Luke, it, it looks like he easily takes care of the Knights of Ren. He's just using the Force, throwing them around the room, um, blocking their shots. Uh, you're clumsy, untrained. You, lose the, you use the dark side like a hammer, Luke, said, Luke says, but the light side is a blade, and so am I. And Ben is just standing in front of Lore with his lightsaber ignited while Lore says magnificent. Um, and the, the the knights, it looks like they have regrouped and Luke uses the force to lift their weapons up in the air and cr- he makes a fist and they, the weapons fall apart. Bummer. Yeah. So Ren threatens Luke with an explosive built in the hilt of his lightsaber and then they have a conversation and I think that Ren eventually decides that it's that all these Jedi treasures are not worth it. Um, but before he leaves, he takes off his mask and he looks kind of like a gray haired Kurt Russell type. Um, he says something to Ben. Are you sure this is the life for you? You do know that there are other paths, right? And he drops his helmet on the ground. So we find out that current day, Ben Solo, now in the process of becoming Kylo, this is where he went to find the Knights of Ren. He puts the helmet on and... Ah, so the helmet's still there. Yeah. Yeah. Luke didn't think... You know, Luke cleared out the the Temple of Jedi stuff, but he didn't think, oh, I'm going to just leave this helmet here. 
So why did he take his helmet off anyway? My guess is to leave something for Ben. Or just, just to let him know that even though if he's supposed to be disfigured because of the way his armor looks or his shirt top, whatever looks, just to show that underneath the helmet he's not disfigured, he's choosing to wear that helmet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he he does talk to Ben about his shadow, which is a theme from the first book. Um, so Ben puts the helmet on and communes with the knights of red. They tell them where to go, but then the three Jedi Padawans show up to confront Ben. You have nowhere left to run. TBC. Yes. Now, um, the image I've got at the end, I don't know if that's the next cover, but Ben Solo looks like a like a pretty girl in that with one. Ky- Kylo standing over him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that is the next cover. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a, who's a pretty girl then? Yeah. Um. All right, wait there. I'll just look for some images of the next <laughs> one, so I can follow along. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So, do you, you get the actual comics, yeah, or yes, I do. Yeah. So how how do you how do you store them? What's your what's your process there, Tom? I um, I've only started getting comics like physical comics again in the past six or eight months. For a while, for a while, I was just buying digital, but you know, it's I, I can take a trip to the comic book store every now and then and get a few, you know, I'd rather have the physical copies. I have the white long boxes, maybe five or six of them in my attic with the collection I've had. And one of my dreams when I was a kid was to have every comic I own bagged and boarded. Mm -hmm. And now I'm doing that. So right now my collection is kind of scattered throughout my house because I've moved a few times since leaving home after high school and I'm st- I'm still getting it together, but pretty much all my collection is bagged. So I will, what I'll do is I'll read it, or I'll use the um, the digital code, and put it in my Comicsology account, so I can read it digitally, and then I'll put it in a bag with a board. What? So you'll read it digitally, not read the actual printed out one? Sometimes I, I will. Sometimes I'll read the printed out one, but other times it's just easier for me to you know jot the code down and read it digitally. That's disgusting. Ah, I know I'm a fake fan. No, it's just, I don't, I, I, it's like the, the, the touch, that's the best bit. The, the touching of the comic book paper and turning the page. That, that's, that's, that's the, that's where the action's at. I reckon. It's fun sometimes. 
the tangibleness. Um, so are you going back to fill out the ones that you didn't get in printed form or what's up? As long as they're not too expensive, I am. I do, I do go and look for back issues every now and then whenever I go to my comic book store or other places. And if I see something that's a decent price that I don't have, you know, I'll think about getting it. So have they gone up in price or down in like have they am I, am I, I I got I got, I got these first maybe two or three years I was um pretty stacked up my my am I am I set to make a profit what's going on It depends on what you have really everything It it's it might be worth something but a lot of the stuff from the '90s, when you know the X Men One came out in 1991. Oh, I'm not talking about. That, I'm, I'm talking about modern Star Wars comics. I'm, I'm not, I'm not oh. sitting on any X Men. Oh, okay. I'm uh, talking about Marvel Star Wars. I think there, okay, there are a few things. Maybe the first, if you have a first run issue of issue one of this, yes, uh, that might be worth something because Rise of Kylo Ren. Issue one went to four printings. Usually, if they redo a comic, um, if they reprint a comic, they'll just do a second printing. But this went to four, so people were definitely buying this. So if I had to guess if we'd ever get a sequel to this series, I would say yes. Um, I think other Star Wars comics I've seen that are worth something, the uh, first appearance of Dr. Aphra in... Darth Vader 3, I think, from 2015. That's worth maybe about $20, $30. Really? Oh, yeah. Other ones here and there might be worth a little bit more, too. The first appearance. Because I know there's, like, classic comics where, like, the first appearance of, say, Spider-Man's worth a bit of... Thousands bit, of bit dollars. Of, bit yeah. of scratch. Bit of scratch. Um, issue 3. What's issue going three. on? Uh, the Knights of Ren are hanging out on a planet called Varnak and Ben Solo shows up. Looks like he got in a fight. Um, and Ren himself says, you and me, maybe we're going to be friends. Snoke thinks so anyway. So they, they start talking with, uh, they're interested, but they're not ready for Ben to join up just yet. Um, oh wait, who says the thing about Snoke? Ren does. But you and me, maybe we're going to be friends. Snoke thinks so anyway. So, Ren, the old dude... Yeah. ...knows Snoke. Yes. And he's talking with Snoke. Okay. Has that been established yet? Or is this, is, is this just breaking news now on this page? I think this is breaking news okay. on this page. We knew there was some sort of tie. We didn't know that they're in communication. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're telling him the rules that there needs to be a good death. And, and Ben says, I, I, I've killed, I killed a Jedi and not Luke Skywalker, someone else. So Ben says, he's going to tell them the story. And we pick up at the end of last issue where Ben is facing off against the other three Padawans. Um, and as we, this issue, I'm just going to come out and say it. This issue is seen as the weakest of the series. Because a lot of it is a flashback to the events at the temple and flashbacks to how Ben knew these other Padawans. And 
every now and then StarWars.com or Marvel.com, they'll release a few preview pages of upcoming comics. And it felt like the preview pages that StarWars.com released for this issue told the whole story of the issue three. Ah, oh, like that the whole so there, the whole new bit of the story. Do you mean? Yeah. So there, re- it didn't really feel like there was something new. So Ben takes time out of telling the story to tell about these these You know, Luke treated them all equally, but everyone knew that Ben was the star of the class. And we we do get a little bit of Ben imparting some Jedi, or I'm sorry, of Luke imparting some Jedi knowledge to these Padawans when they were younger. But then we also see them, you know, fighting with sticks and what's supposed to be lightsaber practice. Um, I love the we, shot we of get, um, they're all by the the temple. It's all green and grass, and there's the little mm-hmm. quarren and little there's a someone that's that's a 14-year-old bald dude, he's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Artu's just standing next to Luke, like a, a proud father and father and wife sort of deal. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But we get, we get a lot of little Jedi training exercises, floating, opening up old holocrons. Um, and it's, it's kind of funny. So, do, Rand, do, you know. Do you think that this should have just been at the start of the comic book series? No. Okay. Because the, the issue one, it really did grab your attention. Even though the time went back and forth. The time periods went back and forth. Issue one grabbed you. Yeah. I don't know that this would have been as sizzling as part of issue one. Okay. Oh, it just seems weird that it's sort of like it's doing a flashback to like pretty much just before what we saw in the movie anyway. Or not yeah, the movie, the comic. Yeah, they're interrupting the flashback to give you another flashback. And, and Ren says something like, okay, you've got Brain Bronze. What was the third one? I already forgot the name. Which is kind of how I felt reading this too. <laughs> uh, but the final one, the bald one, Ty, he is probably the one Ben was closest to. And he's very insightful where he sees that Ben is holding back a lot um, that he's keeping his emotions in, but he he's also encouraging him saying, you're not as bad as you think. So we get the idea that Ben was very close to these three Padawans who he's fighting. Uh, and there's a lot of high jumping and other acrobatics, but Ben is very frustrated because they think he's a murderer. He pushes her, the other two catch him or the other two catch her. Uh, but Ben also catches her with the force. Um, and there's just a lot of, back and forth and finally the the girl the girl padawan she falls and i think she she doesn't die but she's hurt and ben locks them in the temple and he brings the temple crashing down he thinks he's killed them oh wow this is a double flashback this is very confusing yeah this is like inception flashbacks pretty much okay Pretty much. So, no, ben it's finished- it's triple flashback because you're flashing back to when he met Ren again, and then he's okay. flashing back to where he killed someone in the temple. But then he's flashing back to when they were training as well. This is a triple flashback. This is okay. We need a spinning top somewhere in this comic book. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so he finishes the story. The Knights of Ren aren't impressed he, because he thinks he's killed the the Padawans. Um, but but Ren says, yeah, but you didn't really want it. But because Snoke thinks that they'll be friends, uh, he agrees to let Ben hang out with them. Uh, but he tells them we're the Knights of Ren. We have a reputation. He tells the knights to get him some clothes. So Ben ends up in a in an all black outfit with his lightsaber slung over his shoulder, which is pretty cool, and a a blaster at his hip. And um, but then in the final pages of this issue, we find out that Ben, by collapsing the temple, he really didn't kill the Padawans. So they use the Force to. Oh, he did. He did kill the Quarren one. I'm sorry. Um, oh. They use the force to escape, and they're going to go after Ben because the one who – the very insightful one now says, I think he's lost. And what does that lightsaber say in that picture? Uh, where – oh, jeez. I lost it. It says, sk. Sk. <laughs> sk. It's a lightsaber noise like an old 1966 Batman. Yeah. All right. So we're off to the final issue. I'm, I'm – they're excited to see what this thing is that I want to know why it couldn't come out. So, yeah. Okay. So we start off in the middle of, uh, Knights of Ren. They're robbing something and Ben is tr- Ben. I think I, I'm guessing he goes by Kylo. Now I got so used to calling him Ben. Kylo can tells Ren, you know, they don't need to hurt or torture anyone that he could, he uses the, the mind trick and, uh, and he, he t- to probe his mind like he did in The Force Awakens with Poe and with Rey. Um, he says they can do that instead of hurting these people, but Ren orders the knights to kill these people anyway. And we start um, having little... Ben starts... Kylo starts having little visions of Snoke speaking as the knights are killing these people. Uh, so we, we, we really see how he's, how he's torn and how he's been changed. Um, they attack these just as the the Knights of Ren are about to attack these people in this vertical mine shaft, the two other Padawans that Ben, that Kylo thought he killed show up. Uh, Ren asks, who are they? Kylo responds, the past. And so as, as the Knights of Ren are attacking these people in the mine, Kylo goes to take these two Padawans on. Um, And one, one of the Padawans is trying to save these, Miners also, but it's not working. There's a lot of talk back and forth between Kylo and and the knights, uh, the the Padawans, and the the one Padawan is still trying to convince him that there is good in him. No, that's wrong. You can just stop, turn around, walk the other way. Every path goes in two directions. Um, and he's saying that everything Ben does is his own choice. But Ben feels like that's yet another person putting pressure on him to be something that he doesn't want to be. And they end up on Ben and the one Padawan end up on a bridge. Um, Ben turns his lightsaber off, but then all of a sudden the Padawan's neck snaps and it turns out that it was Ren who did it from a distance. Snoke was completely wrong about you. You're fighting this every step of the way. He says, you think so? Kylo says, you don't want to live in the shadow is how uh, Kylo responds. And he he has one lightsaber in his hand and there's a panel where 
he puts a hand behind him to catch a lightsaber from behind him, and he crosses two lightsabers and jumps at Ren. So they, um, they, Kylo and Ren start fighting, and as they do, we see Ben being talked to through the Force again. Now you will be who you are, who you are always meant to be. But this time we see who's saying it. It's not Snoke. It's Palpatine. Ooh. Interesting. Which I don't think would have flown before, you know, a day before the release of Rise of Skywalker. It depends if you watch that TV spot or not. Yeah, if you want. I, I didn't. Oh, really? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard things. I heard, like, people say things, but I didn't hear everything. Uh-huh. And I'm glad I didn't, but it was. I could see why it was a, such a good TV spot. Pretty good. Yeah. So as we uh, then, right after that, right after we see Palpatine talking, we get a, a double-page spread, which is very, I think, well done of Kylo and Ren fighting and Kylo making the decision to turn to the dark to defeat Ren. And we see Snoke egging him on. We see Leia in one of the parts of the page. She can feel what Ben is going through. And then in the other, um, in the other corners of the page, we see Palpatine. Yes. Yes. Claim your birthright and strike him down. But then we also see a very young Ray and Uncar Plutt, and Ray is just saying, "You feel that? Feels cold." Hmm. So that this is like how, to to me, this is the equivalent of Yoda feeling Anakin turn to Darth Vader in Revenge of the Sith, where people throughout the galaxy are feeling Ben turn completely to the dark. And he says, here's your good death. And he stabs Ren right through the heart. Oh, yeah. And then he, all, you know, there's one, there's the one female Padawan. She's still alive. And then Ben ki- Kylo kills her with the red lightsaber. And the next page, all of the knights are bowing before him. Ah, okay. Even, they, the, they, even the funny one. Yeah. Yes. Even the funny one, <laughs> especially the funny one. So the, uh, the, the book ends the last few pages that the Knights of Ren ship is, is flying off. Ben is inside. He takes the Kyber crystal out of his lightsaber, holds it in his hand. And as we learned in the last, um, in the last star Wars series by Charles Sewell, the Darth Vader one, uh, Sith dark siders, they make their crystals red by bleeding them, infusing them in a painful way with the dark side of the force. And so Ben's crystal basically explodes, blows in his hand and that's how he gets the uh the red lightsaber he fixes it a little bit more he adds the cross guards and the voice asks what is your name and the series ends on a panel of a shirtless kylo igniting his cross guarded lightsaber and what's that lightsaber say Oh my god! And then that next issue page is—that's um, a real shocker. Mm, that's one of your favorites, I think. Oh my god! Is she out of the carbonite yet? Uh, sorry, everyone. It's it's Leia in carbonite. It, it didn't last long, and she didn't have much hibernation sickness. Okay, great, 
great. It's how she knew in Return of the Jedi. Yes. So, um, okay, interesting. So, w- what stuff were you hoping for that they didn't hit? I was hoping we'd find out a little bit more about how Snoke first encountered Ben. Yeah, it's it, it's sort of a little bit frustrating that now there's even more questions. Like about this and, whole thing with like Luke Skywalker disfiguring him and stuff like that. Right. And even even the the a little bit more about the origins of the Knights of Ren. You yeah, know, who I guess. are they? Where do they come from? Yeah, I don't know. How, how did you? Did you think the film like added to the Knights of Ren, or I don't know? I, I felt like the maybe how it was sort of set up in the Force Awakens that there'd be a little bit more. They sort of just ended up being like Praetorian guards. They kind of like Praetorian guards with a personal touch. Without because their, I think from they, the they'd, dial- been, they'd been thrifting. A little bit. At the vintage stores. Yes. <laughs> they, got, they got a discount spaceship that needs a muffler. Um, but yeah, we, we did get the idea that, that Kylo had a, a personal tie to them. It just wasn't like his guards. We knew there was something going on. Yeah. Between them. So yeah, they were a little bit more than Praetorian guards. I, I was fine with how they were used. So. I guess what uh, the thing I'm interested in is the connection between Palpatine and the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, in the film, they, like, instantly turn on him. Yeah. And and they're, they're, and they're there also. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's sort of, um, yeah, there's obviously, they must have had some sort of relationship with uh, old mate Clone Sheave. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hmm, hmm. Interesting. There's some good art in this. I, I enjoyed um, uh, the imagery. was was pretty mm-hmm. sick. Um, yeah. yeah. I, you know, like I said, the the first issue sold a ton, and it went to four printings. So if you're if you're looking for a sign if there's going to be a, a sequel, I would think that's a good sign as any and maybe we could get some answers then who Mm. knows i think you're using a bit too much logic in the situation though i've been told i tend to do that and make things appear more rosy than they are sometimes the um i I think maybe that that could have been me saying that (laughs) um but yeah it's just a, a baffling lack of follow-up merchandise for the film. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, yeah, like you just think that there'd be like a Ray Skywalker and a Ben Solo, like announced now mm-hmm. at least. Um, 
They bring they did bring it out on um, home video disc though, so good yes. for them. Good yeah. for them. Uh, interesting. Okay, so what's your summary of the whole thing? Is it, is it a good endeavor? Do, 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 would you have rather it wrap up the week after the film came out? Yes, I would have. Okay. Issues one through three. Although sometimes it, it's it's like anything else. Sometimes pages and whole issues are leaked early. But what would have been leaked? The images of Palpatine. Because mm. you know, well, I get. I guess was. Did you actually see him in that one spot, or did you just hear him? Heard, but you knew who it was. Yeah, but you didn't know what. No one knew what he looked like until the movie came out with the foggy eyes and the all the stuff behind him. Yeah, do you even see that in the image? Though you do. Yeah, right there. there's one close up of his mouth, and then that page, that double page where you see the effects of his turn throughout the galaxy. He's at the bottom of it. Yeah, I don't think anyone would have. Comic book art is so goofy that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. It's like Kylo Ren has about eight facelifts during this <laughs> comic, so that that's a big spoiler. Uh, yeah, the um, what do you know about? So it did four pressings, and and I know like the original Star Wars comic on Marvel. I think it might have done seven or something. Um, it, it was the biggest selling comic of that year, but it, it was the, for like tw- at least 15 years. It was the first Marvel comic since the 1990s to sell more than a million issues oh, or wow. more than a million copies. Um, do you know what sort of, um, numbers they're doing now? They've gone from a million to, to what? I don't, I know that this was one of the top selling comics of the month, but outside of that, I don't know. I don't know what kind of numbers this did. Okay. Uh, what's the best-selling comic? I don't know. Come on, Tom. It's usually like one of the X-Men. Sometimes you have some DC uh, things that are pretty hot. Uh, I'm going to type it in. Best-selling okay. comic 2019. J.J. Abrams and his son wrote a Spider-Man that they expected to do huge numbers, but did not. And the final issue was delayed like six months or something. Why would they think it would do huge numbers? Because they thought people like J.J. Abrams. Yeah, but when you add son in, it's just like, yeah. ugh. Um, all right. Number one, Detective Comics number 1,000. Okay. DC. Number two, surprising, Spawn 300 from Image Comics. Okay. Number three, X-Men number one, Marvel. And number four, Black Cat number one. Hmm. What, what's the Black Cat? I've never even heard of that one. She is uh, sometimes superhero, sometimes villain, uh, cat bur- burglar, originally from the Spider-Man books. Okay. Oh, there's graphs here and everything. Marvel Comics 
have a 44.72 share of the comics market. Hmm. Um, let's see if a Star Wars gets into this. No, the top 10 is then Deceased, DC, Absolute Carnage, Marvel, Marvel Comics 1000, House of X number one, Powers of X number one, War of Realms number one. Hmm. So, so um, I guess... Technically, the Kylo Ren one, it would have its numbers split between 2019 and uh, 2020. Probably. Because it would have had its first run sell out and they probably wouldn't Mm -hmm. have got like the reprint out the first one until the next year. Yeah. What with Christmas or the, you know, the the comic Mm -hmm. book printers. Where are comic books printed? They're printed in America? I believe they're printed in Canada. And then there's one company that does distribution for all of the different comic book companies. Is that the Diamond? To, that's Diamond. And how, Diamond is- how do they... Because I know they're not liked. How do they have this, like, stranglehold over everything? Because it used to be a regional thing, like, 30 years ago. You had all these little regional companies, and they were fighting each other. To be, you know, to, to, it was a lot like wrestling. Oh, where Diamond thank was, you. Thank you. Diamond was like the WWF. And Diamond Dallas Page? The, well, he was a WCW guy. Okay. So, but Diamond was like Vince McMahon. And he bought up all of the regionals and now he's the only game in town. And now Diamond is shut down because of coronavirus. So a lot of, you know, and a lot of shops are shut. Most shops around the country are shut down too anyway, but Diamond isn't sending out comics and they, they haven't said when they're going to start sending out comics again. So the whole, the whole comics industry is pretty much on hold right now. They're releasing some things digitally, but I think for, you know, next few weeks, Marvel is not going to be publishing anything digitally. Yeah. I I had this thought and I saw other people have it as well is why don't they, you know, like it's complicated, but this is the time for nutting out this stuff. Why don't they just sell? Like, there's a way for the comic book shop to sell it digitally, and then you can come in and get your comic later on, like after all this is finished up. So people can, like, because if you just sell them digitally, the people that like to get them, the paper ones, not the freaks like you that get the paper one and then just put it away, they even read it. <laughs> like that, that, that puts them at a disadvantage, but it'd be cool if they could work out a way that you could, you know, buy it from the comic book stores website or whatever. And then, you know, how much it is, it's five bucks. So that the copy that they've got, that's gone, that's sold now to you. You can come pick it up once this all finishes and you get the little digital code now. Why are they working that, on this, Tom? I think because there's not a good enough relationship between because you have the the publishers Marvel DC you have the distributors Diamond you have the comic book stores themselves and that's too many layers and there's not always a good enough relationship between the store and the publisher and a lot of times these stores i mean they're 
you know, my, my store here, uh, Laugh, Laughing Ogre in Columbus, they're, they're a great store, but, you know, they, they have a Facebook, they have a Twitter, but they don't, they don't have a website. Gotcha. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of the local comic book stores are smaller places. What's that collectible store? The one on High Street? Yeah, that was... I forgot. It's, it's a good store. I forgot the oh, name of it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Just just one of those shops where you just got to look up and look down. There's just stuff everywhere. Just how it should be. Yeah, I kind of have to forget about that place. Otherwise, I'd go and spend way too much money there. Come on. I bought... Um, I, I spent like a buck in there. <laughs> I bought a Darth Maul Pez dispenser. <laughs> Nice. I wonder, um, have you ever heard of any of these companies? So on, on this big pie, so mm-hmm. the the top 10 um, or the top nine comic book publishers are Marvel Comics, DC, Image Comics, IDW Publishing, Dark Horse Comics, Boom Studios, Dynamite Entertainment, Viz Media. Is that like Viz Magazine? I don't know. Viz is the first one on that list I haven't heard of. Oh. I, IDW, they do the Star Wars adventure comics. Yeah. They do a lot of like licensed comics. Gotcha. And then there's Omni Press, Titan they, Comics, mm-hmm. with a whopping 0.6% of the market. And then other non-top 10 make up 8.34. Wow, that is a... That is not good unless you love monopolies. Um, why is it like ha- have people tried to sell to comic book shops around this diamond thing? Like it, it's just weird that Marvel's got 40% and they're just ha- I, happy to give this company all this money. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, there was a book I read a few years ago that detailed how basically people started collecting comics in the 1960s and the first comic book stores opened up and it was groups of comic book store owners were banding together to get the comics out of the – because printing for uh, like newspaper stands was totally different. Mm. Where each comic book publisher could only publish – like Marvel and DC could only publish a limited number of comic books a month because they could only get so much time on the presses. And then the comics went to the newsstands and the newsstands, if a comic wasn't sold, they could return it to the publisher for like half of what they paid. Mm-hmm. They could get money back for it. And that changed when you ha- – had when comic book stores started opening up, there's a whole history there. And I don't, hmm. I, I wouldn't consider, I, you know, I read, I read about it and I've, you know, been a comic book fan most of my life, but I wouldn't consider myself an expert. Do you reckon we can bring down the industry? Just me and you? Sure. Why not? This diamond thing. I, I do have to say though, that diamond, have you ever seen that big thick book that they make? Oh, previews. Yeah. Oh, Man, I, I remember there was a comic book shop. I was working at a skate shop in Frankston and across the road there was a comic book shop and a collectible shop down this little arcade. 
and they used to let me take the previews book back over to the skate shop and mm-hmm. get circle and, and oh sweet action that comic book shop closed down and they were selling everything really cheap and i i made out like a bandit nice it was nice yeah I, previews was one of my favorite books i you know every month i would get it it was nice to know it was coming out in a few months <laughs> do you pay for that what's going on Back then, I think it used to be free. Now, my my shop still has it, and they they would they make you pay for it. But if you have a a, um, a pull list and you use the previous order form, you get it for free. Ooh, okay. And the thing is, there's the big book, and then there are two inserts: one for Marvel and one for DC. So the big book is for all of the other publishers, and there's a lot of merch and other stuff. But the the smaller books are just for Marvel or just for DC. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Wild in the streets. All right, Tom. Well, that was a, uh, a fascinating trip into the life and times of a, of a troubled teen, Ben Solo. What's up with Wren's? Do we find out what happened? What, what, has he got a real bad sunburn? Is he covered in tar? What, what's up? That, that's what we need a sequel series for. Yeah, maybe not. But anyway, <laughs> uh, what, what what would you if they did a sequel series? Where, where would you want it? Um, what, what do you want it to cover? I would say maybe Ben's journey down the path, the dark path. Okay, he's, you know, he's now in charge of the Knights of Ren. Maybe their first mission together. Hmm. And making it be a little bit more than, oh, we're robbing some miners of some crystals. But you see things through the eyes of the different knights, how things used to be, what they heard. And Snoke is talking with Kylo the whole time. Snoke Sheave. That guy. Excellent. All right, Tom. Uh, I do have now full sizzle. I've got the full story arc of this Star Wars union. So oh, okay. This this is we've been uh, very um, always innovating here at the Steel Wars Patreon. You guys, we're going to do a reverse page wars where I explain what happens in something to Tom and I have chosen as my uh, topic is the Luke Skywalker Mara Jade marriage comic series Union There's which I have of- I've never read oh my stars it is amazing just just 90s comic booking at its best lots of lots of Comic book romance. Luke Skywalker saying romantic things to Mara Jade. It is, but uh, we'll, maybe we'll, we'll get into that. What other what other new things are there? Oh, the the um, the Rise of Skywalker novel is. Is there an yep. episode in that with with things? I think, I think there can be a discussion. Did you read that? No. Oh, for some reason, I thought you said something on. I think it might have been the Robo report. I thought you 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 said you read it. So no, I'd, you, so, I'd sort of been following what 
you know, people were saying that was different in it and stuff, but mm-hmm. I just, uh, I sort of thought I was going to, mm-hmm. and then just in the heat of life, no buyers. There's, it's been pretty hot lately. Yes. A couple things going on. Not, not the normal, but it's one of those things is like, I probably wouldn't have read it anyway. What's, it's just not in my. Um, I, I tell you what, the last book I read is okay. it's called Low Life's an American Classic, mm. and it's a collection of true stories, hopefully, about a '90s shoplifting crew called the Low Lives in mm. New York. And they'd only steal Polo Ralph Lauren. <laughs> I've not heard of that. But in vast, like they would sometimes just run in and, you know, everyone would just grab a handful of um, Polo and run out again. And it was like mm-hmm. um, status to have like these certain like crazy Polo jackets. And the photos that go along with them are just I'm I'm a fan of Polo, right? And, okay. And these guys look like they've just won 87 regattas. They're just... <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> and then they've got, like... Um, there's, like, rappers, and they just rap about... There's this one dude, Thurston Howe the Third, and he's got mm-hmm. this song that goes, Bury me with the low one. And then he talks about, like, what Polo he'd wear in his, like, casket. It's amazing. <laughs> He will be wearing polo socks in his um, in his grave, by the way, just so you know. Hmm. Okay. But um, there's some amazing stories. This, they, they're one, they get locked in a Macy's and they stay in there overnight <laughs> and try on clothes. Just, And they've all got, like, amazing nicknames. It's, it's tremendous times. But, um, you know, who knows? Maybe the Knights of Ren have... Are also getting up to you know they got they got stuck in the the cape store one night. <laughs> they tried on capes, yeah. but that's that's my reading. Uh, Tom, where can the good people of the internet track you down, both on social media and other podcasting avenues? On Twitter, Tom Chansky, and then I'm on the Sith list every week. And in addition to Page Wars, I also do Patreon shows for Blue Harvest and the Bad Motivators. What? A uh, betrayal. Just found out about that now. Well, Tom, uh, are, you, are you working from home right now? It's, uh, yes, I am. Yeah. I'm. I'm lucky enough where my job I can do from home, uh, and doing that and trying to help teach my kids also. Ah, oh, yeah. So you've got to be the substitute teacher. Well, yeah. I don't know. Like you working from home for for, for regular listeners to the Page Wars program. I'm, I'm sure they share my, you know, fan fiction where it's just, oh, now you don't have to take the new Star Wars book to work to read. <laughs> might be It might be a bit tougher because having to work with my kids and my job. They're, disrupt- oh, we'll they're disrupting your book. A little bit. I, I still listen to podcasts, though, during the day, so that's good. Oh, okay. Hi, Tom. Are you listening to this right now? Uh, yes, I am. How'd you know? Oh, Wow, that's bad. Never listen to yourself <laughs> on a podcast, guys. Never yeah. listen to yourself on a podcast. Do, 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 do you ever listen? Or do you, like, you're on the Sith list every week. Do you ever listen? I listen. I do listen to that, yes. 
but then I, I'll listen to the page wars we do and some of the and the um, yeah I, outside of the Sith list, like the Patreon ones I do, they're not a top priority because I know what's going to be on them. But I'll still listen to them. Really? Yeah. Hi, Tom. How you doing? What are you doing now, Tom? Hi. <laughs> Hopefully, when by the time I read this, I'll be working outside. Okay. Well, have fun outside, Tom. Put on your suntan lotion. You're a very white person. <laughs> it's true, I am. <laughs> and you're tall, so you're closer to the sun than most. <laughs> you're in a lot of... Go back inside, Tom. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, Tom. Thanks so much, man. You're the best. And Thanks for having me. Also, we should point out, this is uh, on uh, all the feeds, but if you want to uh, go back to prior Page Wars episodes, what other stuff have we done, Tom? Uh, We have done Resistance Reborn. We've done the other Star Wars comic, the relaunch issue one. We've done a special one on the Luminous Beings, Project Luminous. series that they announced and a few other books too yeah one so, of the thrawn books i think was our first one ooh. final thrawn book yes eli love eli yeah. vanto yeah. uh when's he gonna get hurt i want him on in animation he's, he's a great oh, character yeah. he's a great character uh yeah so you can go check all that out for just uh three dollars a month it is uh, your support Worth is it. very valued, and you can go back and listen to the Robo reports and the Star Wars Year by podcasts, the Q and As, the from a certain point of view, namely minds, and all the live shows. You can hear Tom ask a question live and in person at the the Chicago show, and I tell you one that I will go back and. Um, Maybe I'll have a watch soon. Is I want to go back and uh, that uh, the Patreon exclusive, the video of the erotic fan fiction in Chicago. That that was a wild time. We were that so, was a good time. We were we were young and free. <laughs> oh, so, so innocent back then. Yeah, yeah. So close together, the way we <laughs> talked. Yeah. Johnny, a little bit close for comfort, but, you know, now you appreciate it. Uh, Stay safe, Tom. You too, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. And may that force be with you. Page wars, nothing but page wars. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.